Welcome to Rock Your Brain, Rock Your Life, the only podcast hosted by a high-achieving tech leader and certified coach that teaches you how to use proven cognitive tools to rewire your brain so you work 10 to 20% less while crushing your goals. And you'll do this in 180 days. Hi, I'm Sarah. After decades of frantically overworking, never believing I could achieve big goals in my life and feeling constantly anxious, overwhelmed, and burnt out daily at work, I finally figured work out. I learned how to work less while identifying and nailing goals I never thought possible. I learned how to feel calm, confident, and a sense of ease at work. So if you're a high achiever who wants to achieve big goals, but doesn't even think it's possible unless you work a gajillion hours, or doesn't even think big goals are possible in any way, shape, or form, this podcast is for you. I keep it simple. You'll learn the neuroscience-based cognitive tools I and my clients use daily to work less while achieving more than they ever imagined. Quick side note, you'll run the risk of being passionately in love with your career. Hey, rock stars, how are y'all doing today? We're about 10 days out from my new three-day workshop, October 25, 26, 27, on how to conquer analysis paralysis. So if you are stuck in overthinking things in your brain, like thought loops, like I wish I had a clear vision for what I wanted to do next, or what's wrong with me, why I can't find a man that I love and get married. That was me, by the way. And if you're feeling any doubt, because you are not taking action and you're getting stuck, come and join me. You are going to learn three very simple tools to stop analysis paralysis in every part of your life. From the simple things like when to unpack the boxes from your recent move to what do I want to do next in my life or in my career? So right now I'm down at the Ritz-Carlton Half Moon Bay near San Francisco, and I'm doing a workshop, a coaching workshop with a client, and I'm so excited to be here. So if the audio sounds a little off, just know that I'm in my hotel room, not my usual podcast studio, aka the laundry room in my house. (laughs) All right. So let's dive into today's podcast and the fact that no one wants perfect and that we actually crave imperfection as humans. So being perfect actually pushes people away. And if you want to go and like dive in a little bit more into, you know, some of my thinking and lessons around imperfection or perfectionism, go to episode 38 on how perfectionism is ruining your life. It's another podcast you can dive into and it covers how so many of us have got into our head that we have to portray ourselves as having it all together. And I think that's really at the root of a lot of imposter syndrome because you see the mess that's in your head and then you think other people are going to figure out that there's a mess inside, right? So there's this cognitive dissonance where I'm not this thing that I'm actually portraying. Having it together is not my actual reality. And so we're so worried that other people are going to find this out. And we're so worried that our weaknesses somehow take away from our accomplishments or we're so afraid of our weaknesses. So we don't accept them. And we try to either cover them up or quote unquote, get rid of them by trying to better ourselves. So I love being open and transparent and sharing the reality of my life. 
And if you follow me on Instagram or any other social media platform, or if you've listened to this podcast for a while, you've heard my challenges, my struggles, my heartaches, and all the realities of my life and business. And yes, I do try and post and share inspiring positive lessons and tools and stories because I manage my brain and do thought work daily. I have a coach and get coached weekly, and I like being a positive person. And this year, I've really slowed down my life, and I'm really enjoying the process of running my business and dating and loving my amazing life, all of it, the great stuff and the not so great stuff. So I'm not trying to get to some magical destination that I, that I know is not out there. But another thing I really try to do is show you that you don't have to be perfect to do anything from grow a business to have a life that you love right now. And I do that because I think that social media and the internet in general shows the opposite of that. And I don't think people are intentionally trying to show you a quote, best of story. It's just not, I think what most of us go to Instagram for, right? We don't go to watch people cry about their problems, right? It's not why you're there. And so people are showing you things that you want to see and they're leaving out some of the other parts. My goal, though, always as a coach is to be shoulder to shoulder with you and to show you how I'm using these tools to create a life that I love and live a life fully immersed in the human experience. And yeah, I leave out a ton of stuff because obviously you're not posting everything, but I really do try to show you that I still have tons of doubt and fear in my business and romance around getting married, because I want you to see that there's never a time that you don't have some level of doubt, fear, people-pleasing, perfectionism, you name it. And I want to talk about that today. So in one of my coaching calls with our group, one of my students raised her hand to get coaching. And when I called on her, she started by saying, I'm super nervous. I feel like I might be having a little heart attack. Here's the scoop. At work and in life, she has a really hard time raising her hand in meetings or talking when she has to talk in front of people. And I totally get it because this used to be me. I completely understand why she felt nervous. For me, I feared people would think I sounded stupid. And so, of course, the student of mine, her brain had told her that there's something wrong with her, right? Like that it's just her who has this experience. And quickly, every other person on that call confirmed that they also feel the same way or have felt that same way as soon as they raise their hand and ask for coaching or are in meetings at work with senior management. And it's a very natural way to feel. And we talked a lot about that. And then another one of my students said that she had heard someone at a fireside chat at a tech conference during the Q&A portion, somebody had asked this woman a question and she said, oh, I'm sorry, I only answer questions I know the answer to. And everybody just immediately laughed. And she was like, no, I'm serious. I don't know the answer. Does anyone else know the answer? And how she shared this just like totally relaxed everyone in the entire audience. Immediately, she was more likable and relatable, and she didn't need to be able to answer this question. I'm just going to repeat that. Immediately, she was more likable and relatable, and she did not have the answer to the question, and she said it, right? This is so powerful. 
I share both of these examples because I want you to understand that we all want to relate to other people as real humans. Nobody wants to be around somebody that's perfect or trying to be perfect. It's exhausting. And when you show up and share how you really feel nervous or what you really think, like, I don't know the answer, this creates the space for a huge sigh of relief from everybody because we're all in this thing called life, living a human experience where we feel nervous and we don't know everything. And that's all okay. By the way, I love group coaching because the biggest trick our brain plays in us is to make us feel as if we are the only human on the planet who feels this way. And guess what, y'all? We all literally have the exact same fears. Everyone around you right now has the same fears. And I really want you to practice really feeling how true that is. Once you start seeing that other people have your same fears, it's so much more empowering to realize that you're a normal human being with normal responses. But I want you to think about the people that you follow on social media. Like when Instagram came out, it was a ton of curated content and lots of influencers. So we looked at people who had like amazing clothes and fabulous vacations, hanging out with glamorous friends and this perfection, quote unquote, has wreaked havoc on so many people. And so just to start, like, especially on young girls, I read an article this week by the soap company Dove that currently about eight out of 10 girls are opting out of activities because of concerns around how they look. And these are just devastating statistics because this low level of self-esteem at this young age completely changes the direction of these girls' lives. When you don't believe in yourself, all kinds of negative choices are made in your life. And so I was super sad to hear this this week. The good news is something else has happened in the last couple of years. Literally, thank God. You're seeing a different type of influencer. Have you noticed them? People showing off their bodies without filters and Photoshop. And they don't have what our society considers the ideal body type. They're showing off their cellulite and their fat and all this other stuff that we're told to hate about ourselves. One of my favorite teachers on this planet is a coach named Corinne Crabtree. She's got about 68,000 followers and she's the epitome of an influencer in the quote unquote, loving my real body, cellulite and all department. I just love her. When I was in my 90-day relationship earlier this year, I did many videos where I cried and talked about the struggles I had to believe. I was worthy of being in love. My fear of heartache was this, you know, the right guy for me. And some of the real stuff that goes on when we date and are in romantic relationships. And I remember having a ton of fear about sharing my struggles and fears and insecurities. But I'm also committed to sharing my journey and that. I'm just not perfect and that's okay. And sharing how I use the cognitive tools that I teach to shift me back to loving all of myself and all of my life. So I just love the fact that there are people that show off their skin problems and the fact that they don't want to cover it up with tons of makeup or filters. And there are influencers that came about and started talking about the fact that they're not perfect mothers and that they're failing all the time and that they yelled at their kids that day and that they lost it and they didn't know what to do. And there's times when they just don't feel like they're cut out for the job. One of my favorites, I'm not a mom, but oh my God, this woman is so funny. She's British. And one of my favorites has this handle called 
quote, not so smug now with about 182,000 followers. And it's brilliant. Oh my God, go follow her now. And then there are the influencers that talk about their depression and about how dark it gets and how they don't know how to pull themselves out and what the techniques, you know, like they do use to cope with it. And so, you know, just think about why these people, all these people have gained so much in popularity. Why do so many people feel this sigh of relief, right? Because we instantly feel connected. It instantly feels like, oh my God, somebody gets me. Somebody is stopping the charade of pretending our bodies are perfect. Our lives are perfect. Our skin's perfect. We're the perfect partner or that we're the perfect mother or for me, the perfect aunt or the perfect worker or whatever, you know? And so now the question is, how can I be my authentic self? How do I just show the real me? Because most of us don't know how to stop portraying ourselves in a certain light, right? Like I used to be the queen of like performing and acting and everything was sparkly and fantastic. And most of us want to so desperately to be able to show that, that we're, that we're real, that we're struggling. But then as soon as it's time to put it on Instagram, all the fears start rushing in. Like, what are my friends going to think? Or what is my partner going to say? Or what is that friend from high school going to think? Or I can't really post this out there because people are going to judge my skin for this or whatever the thing is. But it's such a heavy burden to bear to try to be put together all the time. I tried for decades and it was exhausting. So many of us are terrified of other people finding out that we might not have it all together at work or at home or whatever else we're trying to portray as if we know everything and have it all under control. And there's times that we do. And I think that it's really important to acknowledge that. And I've also noticed too, that a lot of women in general tend to discount themselves. And that's a different problem, which is about self-confidence, which I can cover another time. But I think a lot of us have a problem accepting a compliment and we discount anything that we're good at. And we tend to not see all of our accomplishments. And we tend to not see how great we are at all this stuff we're doing in our lives. And so we buy into the crazy amounts of pressure to be the perfect entrepreneur or employee and overwork and deliver amazing results all the time. And it's unachievable. So what you see now is women who get comfortable with the self-deprecating humor of, I can't live into this perfect persona, so I'm just going to make fun of myself. I'm going to talk about what a hot mess I am. And I'm going to talk about how I'm failing and I'm drinking all the time and I'm doing all this other stuff because I'm not living up to some ideal of I should be perfect. And that's another problem because so many of us are trying really very hard and we can't live up to these impossible standards that we put up for ourselves. And that doesn't mean that we're a hot mess. And I think there's a real danger in adopting that self-deprecating humor that I see all over the internet. Because while it can be fun, you start to realize that you're discounting the effort you're putting into your life to show up for your badass self. And there's a happy medium where you can be vulnerable and authentic without putting yourself down, where you can say like, I try hard and I fail all the time and that's okay. I still love myself. I still know I'm worthy of an amazing romantic partner, right? I still know I'm a good employee. I'm not going to get it right all the time. And that's okay. 
but I'm still going to raise my hand and ask the question. And my heart may feel like I'm having a little heart attack and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. But I just want you to know, I feel super uncomfortable doing this right now, but I'm still going to put myself in these uncomfortable situations. I'm going to embrace the fear, the feeling of fear that comes up and do it anyway. So the way to connect with people, the way to show up in your life as fully as possible is just be you with all your faults, with all your weaknesses, with all the things that you don't know how to do. It's not waiting until you figured out how to cover up everything that you don't know or learn every skill or to make yourself into some perfect version of yourself. None of us want that. What a boring world that would be. And the more we can really sit with the fact that like, We all just want to connect with other real human beings that as soon as you can say, I have trouble with all of this part of my life, there's a million other hands that say, yes, me too. And just that instant validation and connection with other human beings that, yeah, we all suffer from the same things. How powerful is that? And so I want you to think about your perfectionism in this light as well and how it's holding you back from not only living the life you want to live, Not only, you know, creating the job or whatever, going after your dreams because you have all this fear of failure, but how much it's holding you back from having authentic relationships in your life, from feeling truly connected, like viscerally to other human beings, how it holds you back from having friendships and relationships where you can fully show up and talk about where you're failing and just be okay with that, where you don't have to try and like keep up with what everyone else thinks of you should be doing. So remember that none of us are perfect and none of us want that. We just want other people that are on this path of life, learning, failing, and continuing just like us. And that's the way to be authentic. That's the way to be vulnerable. There's no reason to ask how to be authentic or vulnerable. Just ask yourself, how are you feeling today? That's your truth. That's your authentic self exactly in that moment. How would it feel to just voice it instead of trying to cover up the beating heart and fear? What if you just said, hey, I feel really nervous asking this question. This is uncomfortable for me, but I still want to ask this question. How quickly will you just disarm everyone else in the room? And how much more will you allow yourself to show up in your life and in your relationships if you do that, right? If you realize that you don't have to have the steady voice and the steady hand, your voice can shake and you can still ask the question. You don't have to have the answer at the fireside chat at that tech conference and have people ask you questions because you can just say, I don't know, great question, or that's a hard one, or I don't know that one. How much more are you willing to try when you know that you have that escape route, right? That's the question. What if you don't have to look like you have it together? Now, I'm not saying there isn't a place for expertise. I'm just saying that none of us are looking for perfect. None of us expect you to be that. So how would it feel to take off that burden and allow yourself to show up fully? I promise it's available to you as long as you're willing to be okay with all of yourself, flaws and all, weaknesses and all, right? As long as you're willing to accept that you're a full human, and you always will be, and it will always be both good and bad. And as long as you feel like you're allowed to bring all of yourself and only you can allow yourself to bring all of yourself. And the more you can get to a place of self-acceptance and understanding that you don't have to hide any part of you. 
It wasn't a mistake. The opposite of that weakness actually is some strength that you hold. And all of you is what makes you beautiful, right? All of you is what makes this world different and exciting and unique and amazing. And the more that you can accept that and the more you can show up fully without trying to live up to some crazy standard, the more you will experience in your life, the more you will support yourself to go for your goals and dreams, the more you will go after because you don't have to wait to be effing perfect to go after it. I hope you show up fully as yourself as you are now and let everybody else see the beauty of you. Thanks so much for listening. I can't tell you how much it means to me. And if you like the podcast, please rate and review us on iTunes. It'll help other people find the show. I love you all so much. And I'll talk to you next week. Okay, bye. If you're loving what you're learning in this podcast, you have to come and check out the Rockstar program. It's my coaching program where we take these neuroscience-based cognitive tools and we use them daily to break through burnout so you can fall passionately in love with your career. So join me over at sarahmoody.com. I would love to have you join me. You can also follow me at Sarah L. Moody on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram. I can't wait to see you.